Welcome to this week's episode of the Marked for Eternity podcast, where we bring you biblical truth on topics such as marriage, family, and ministry. This episode is made possible by the Ultra Global Partners. To find out more information about the Ultra Global, please go to thealtraglobal.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Here are your hosts, Jeremiah and Paul Johnson. Welcome to the Mark for Eternity podcast. This is one of your hosts, Jeremiah Johnson. On today's episode, I have the privilege of introducing good friends of mine, Barry and Diane Nichols. For those of you who have been following the podcast and hearing Paul and I talk, you know of our history in Lakeland, Florida, where we planted Heart of the Father Ministry in 2010. And Barry and Diane were right there by our sides and uh, over the years uh, have really been impacted by their family, their marriage, and uh, with the podcast being uh, about uh, family and marriage and ministry. It's just a real joy to have them on today. They're actually here at the Ark right now. Uh, Barry taught in the altar school an incredible uh, message on Jonathan Edwards, and they're going to be with us on a Wednesday night. Uh, talking about parenting. So on today's episode, we're going to get into the topic of marriage, healthy biblical marriage. And uh, I'm going to flip it to Barry. And uh, Barry, thanks so much for uh, being on today. And as we're, we're beginning, Barry, feel free to just introduce yourself to the audience, uh, how long you and Diane have been married, and we'll just begin a conversation. Sure. Well, we're so glad to be here today, Jeremiah. We love you guys, of course, and your family and the family here. So many people we know and have a relationship with over the years. Uh, Diane and I have been married for 40 years now. That doesn't seem possible, but uh, it's been mostly beautiful. Um, The Lord has definitely blessed us, and uh, we definitely give him the glory and the honor for whatever he's been able to do in our marriage and in our family. We're passionate to help young married couples, especially to get established on a good foundation. We do a lot of premarital counseling, and our heart is to help them to have mindsets that will establish them on a good foundation so that they can have a marriage that thrives. I believe that the purpose of marriage, biblically, the main purpose, there's obviously secondary purposes which tend towards our own happiness and Um, all of that but the main purpose in marriage I think Paul laid out in Ephesians chapter 5 where he said this is a great mystery but I'm speaking concerning Christ in the church which is a a huge um, revelation at the end of Ephesians 5 Uh, he's been talking about husbands and wives of course and how they relate to each other but the main point he says is that God created marriage in the beginning in his heart is that he wanted to have a relationship that rightly portrayed what the relationship between Christ and the church looked like so there's supposed to be living parables of Christ and the church everywhere where there's believers that are married and it's a powerful um, message it's supposed to speak into culture that to be in relationship with Christ is is both beautiful and powerful and um, is so 
you know, satisfying in every way. And, and that really is the purpose of marriage. Of course, that sounds very idealistic. And for most people are like, that's not what my marriage is like. Um, it's strife and it's more like sandpaper than like beauty. Um, and, and we get that. I mean, we've obviously, we've raised seven children, um, had a very demanding business and was in ministry the whole time and trying to navigate that homeschool all over kids. So we, we get what the stresses are and our heart really is not to lecture anybody but just mm-hmm. to share our journey and the truth is that everything that happened in our marriage that has been good and helpful is because the lord's grace has been sufficient and it was out of our weakness and out of our need and really crying out to the lord um, for his help and for the holy spirit to lean into the holy spirit to help us to actually do what he wants us to do and to be that person that um, can bring a thriving atmosphere into marriage yeah, you know, it's been a, a journey. It's been a fun journey. I think Morgan and I have known you guys at least, I think it's about 12 years now, right. um, walking alongside of your marriage, your family, being outside observers. I know when we first met you guys, some of the kids were younger. They're now married, makes Morgan and I feel very old. But, you know, being, being a, a, a spectator and being a participant in some ways I've always appreciated about you guys. I've always found your marriage and your family to be very healthy, yet you're very grace-based toward those that are struggling, those that maybe are having that sandpaper struggle. I'm sure uh, there are many listeners today who are wrestling with God's portrayal of what marriage is supposed to be according to the scriptures which you mentioned the Ephesians passages, which really talk about the beauty of it. And then a lot of people today are wrestling with that sandpaper tension. Diane, I wanted to flip Mm -hmm. it to you. And, you know, in, in 40 years of marriage, I'm sure that there's been some times or situations, whether it was with the kids or various schedule or all of these things where you had to cry out to the Lord for help. You had to depend upon him. Can you talk to us a little bit about your uh, journey as a wife? Sure. Um, Yeah, a lot of struggling, a lot of struggling, a lot of weakness. But in the midst of it, um, the Lord brought a very strong dependence upon him and the Holy Spirit. And I feel like the main things that um, really made a shift in my own heart in our marriage um, came out of those times of struggling, came out of the weakness, came out of the crying out to the Lord, and him showing me how I was actually not relating to Barry rightly. Mm. You know, maybe getting critical in my heart and you know, what fills the heart rises to the lips and it coming out and um, causing there to be like a separation in the Holy Spirit just dealing with my own heart. Well, if you're going to let that stay in your heart, you know, I've told you to cast down imaginations and things that exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. And for you to have a focus on being grateful and being thankful. And so it felt like that really helped make a big shift. I mean, the whole children of Israel story that the ones who grumbled didn't enter in and if I'm gonna grumble in my marriage I'm not gonna get to the promised land Mm. I'm not gonna arrive where God wants me to be 
if I'm going to stay in a state of complaining and grumbling about my husband. Um, Proverbs 14.1 um, tells us that the foolish woman, she's tearing her house down. Mm-hmm. Um, it says with her own hands. So that tells me that it's just a little bit at a time, a little, one little word, one little attitude, one, you know, constantly trying to grab control from him constantly trying to um you know be the one that's setting the agenda like all of those ways like i'm tearing him down and proverbs 12 verse 4 i believe says that a woman's to be a crown to her husband Mm -hmm. so how am i relating to barry in a way that shows everyone around me shows my children which is so impactful as far as like how they respect their dad Um, Am I rolling my eyes at him? Am I speaking to him like he's a man of authority and someone to be honored and someone to be revered? Um, Do I defer to him? All of these ways that I treat him, am I treating him like he is the man of authority because I'm supposed to be a crown to him? Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to show everyone around, this is a man to be honored. Mm -hmm. He he is... um, He's an amazing man of God. I, I think very highly of my husband. Um, I feel like he's brilliant. I tell him that. He laughs. <laughs> but um, I just feel like so, uh, I feel like that's been really powerful. Yes. Focusing on the good, focusing on the positive, being thankful. And in the moments of like knowing that I'm wrestling in my heart, turning to the Holy Spirit, he always has shined the light on my own weaknesses and my own failings and helped me to get my perspective back on him and the scriptures yeah and i I just so appreciate um some of the honesty and the transparency and kind of that self-examination you know i I can't count how many times i've had a a married couple in front of me having issues Mm -hmm. and when you try to um, point the wife back to what are some things that you can work on? Mm. And then the husband, there's nothing I can work on. It's all his fault. It's all yeah. her fault. Yeah. And so, um, you know, if, if you're listening today and there's struggles in your marriage, if you're, you know, again, having that sandpaper effect and you're longing to get to the beauty of marriage, I think that it's just, it's wisdom, but I think it also takes humility. I just think Mm -hmm. that pride is blinding. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that overestimation of self and there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing I can work on. It's all him or it's all her. Some of that is just a a real recipe uh, for divorce court, Mm -hmm. uh, separation. Um, One of the things that has really impacted Morgan and I hearing you guys talk Mm -hmm. about marriage over the years, and Diane, you touched on this, and I just, I feel like we need to circle back around to this because I know how impactful it was to Morgan and I. You guys have talked about honoring your spouse with Mm -hmm. your words, Mm -hmm. and I think it, it has become common in some circles where you kind of throw your spouse Mm -hmm. under the bus 
to your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, the girls go out and, you know, on their night and they talk about their husbands and the guys go out and they talk about their wives. And Mm -hmm. it's it's very convicting, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have opportunities to... Uh, you know, speak well of mm-hmm. our spouse, mm-hmm. or we can sometimes get in these conversations that are there. They tear them down. They're they're very dishonoring. Barry, do you have any any mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Yeah, I have lots of thoughts actually. <laughs> I, I'm with you on on marital counseling. I'm seeing mm-hmm. a couple sitting on the couch, and I've literally had people come into my office with three pages of all of the things that their spouse is doing wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I tell them, you know what? The problem with that is, since your spouse is not in the room, we're not gonna talk about them, we're gonna talk about you. Mm. Because we have to own our own stuff, and like you say, humility is is so key. But where we have our focus is so important, and this speaks to just a huge issue in marriage. So before Diane and I were married, we had seen her, her home was a train wreck. Her dad left for another woman, lived there in town, had a child by her. It's just crazy. Her mother worked three jobs to keep and her her house and family was total dysfunction, and we decided. And, and my parents were stayed married, thank God, but our home was really worldly, um, wasn't really Christian based. Um, so we decided we're gonna try to build our relationship on Christ and on what He says in in His Word. And we literally had this conversation when we were teenagers, and we shook hands on it afterwards. We said we will never speak evil of each other in the presence of others and we will never speak evil of each other to each other now that doesn't mean that we're going to not deal with issues but we're not going to go after each other to criticize to demean to tear down we're not going to do that with our words because words are powerful right mm-hmm. let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth ephesians 4:29 but only that which is good for edification that it might give grace to the hearers so how does that not apply in a marriage more than anywhere else? But somehow we seem to exempt those verses from our marriage and, the, oh, that only applies to the people in the church. No, mm-hmm. it applies in your home first. Mm-hmm. And so we shook hands on that. We agreed on that. And I, I believe it's true. Diane, mm-hmm. you can chime in. But I think that we have lived by that mm-hmm. our whole marriage and relationship. We do not speak um, evil of each other you know so often in in family circles and in your own family versus you know your in-laws and all of that it can happen but we have been diligent and that has just been a value that we set in stone from the beginning it's been hugely helpful mm-hmm. um, and one of the things that we do in premarital counseling jeremiah that i think is really helpful one of, one of the mindsets mm-hmm. um, and this actually speaks to two of the main mindsets that make for a successful marriage i think one of them is um, minding your own business mm. instead of you're not the Holy Spirit enforcing on your spouse what they're supposed to do like that never <laughs> works mm-hmm. so let's take our role in Ephesians 5 and I tell the guys okay well your role is really simple all you have to do is lay down your life every day for your wife so <laughs> would your wife say that you consistently sacrifice your own preferences your own opinions your own desires and your own uh, way for her so that she can flourish you know crickets um so we we have to own our own stuff and so for the wife would your husband say that you consistently honor him and by the way that you speak by the way that you look at him by the way that you interact with him that you that he feels supported by you that he doesn't feel contradicted and um you know that you're working against him those kinds of things 
that's the question, not what you think is happening, but what your spouse thinks is happening. And so we need to mind our own business in our marriage in the sense that we are going to be responsible for obeying what Jesus tells us to do, regardless of what our spouse does. Mm -hmm. And until we own that, we're going to do our part unilaterally, whether our spouse mm -hmm. does or not, because you know, mm -hmm. as well as I do, when you talk to people, well, if my if they would do this, then I would do this. Well, that never works. No, mm -hmm. we're commanded by the Lord to do what he told us. And if we own that and make that our mission, then that solves a lot of problems. Secondly, the issue of gratitude that's been touched upon is so huge. You know, one of the things that we do in premarital counseling is I'll have a piece of white paper and I'll just draw like 10 or 12 black dots on it. And I'll hold up the paper and I'll say, what's this to the married, you know, this is the engaged couple. And they'll go, it's black dots. I go, well, what percentage of this is black dots? Oh, well, less than 1%. I said, well, why isn't this a white page? that has a few black dots. What are you focusing on? And that's what happens in marriage. Mm -hmm. you, you have this beautiful person. This is what I'm saying. God is blessing you with this beautiful person that loves him and that is going to be such a, a joy and an asset to your life. And yet, instead of focusing on the 99% that's good, you're gonna focus on those black dots, which is less than 1% and make fixate on that. And you have to have all of those dots fixed before you're gonna be happy and before you're gonna thrive in your marriage. I said that that never works because whoever gets married, we're always marrying somebody who's got black dots. Mm -hmm. And in marriage, you find out because you get up close and you see, oh, you're dysfunctional there. Oh, you have those black dots. Or, oh, the black dots might even be things that just irritate us because it's really our issue. Nevertheless, we have to decide what we're gonna focus on. Mm -hmm. And gratefulness is such a powerful tool you know, I often encourage um, marital couples that are having, married couples rather, that are having issues, write down the 10 top reasons why you married this person. Now begin to thank God for these things and thank them for these things. And, and Jerry, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I feel kind of passionate about you know, this I, point. You know, the, I, yeah, I, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm a prophetic individual, but I mean, I, I feel chains breaking just even in the spirit as you're you're talking i, I mm. think that more than rambling i i just think that the passion of your heart it, because you guys have you know by god's grace you know overcome so many challenges and then there's been so many married situations i mean i know as when i talk about marriage and family i roll the tapes in my mind of all of these different people that have come and sat with me and the people that you're talking about are the people listening today. You know, I, I feel specifically the Holy Spirit is challenging listeners to even do what you're talking about. Everybody listening today, you know, we're issuing a challenge on the Mark for Eternity uh, podcast to write down if you're married, write down the 10 reasons why you married your spouse and maybe share them with them Absolutely. you know they might totally catch them off guard but hey wouldn't it be nice mm. that your spouse just walked up and said hey honey i married you for these 10 reasons yeah. i think that that even could provide conversation or breakthrough or things that couples are looking for so i mean i i greatly appreciate it as we're kind of beginning to wind down diane do you have anything that you wanted to to add to what barry was saying Mm. Um, I mean, not really. Nothing comes to the top of my mind. I mean, um, we've talked about these things so many times. It's like hearing one say it is hearing both yeah. say it. Like I, 
Yeah. So if someone, you know, if someone was like, you know, stuck, they're, they're stuck in their marriage. I think what we're hearing is we need to, um, watch our mouth. You know, we, mm-hmm. right. You know, we need to speak well, you know, Diane, you talked about be weary of grumbling, complaining, mm-hmm. you know, you referenced some powerful scriptures and Proverbs about the nagging wife, the, mm-hmm. the tearing down. I think that we've talked about, you know, looking within. Um, I think that it's very important that we are have a guard against pride and arrogance and thinking it's always someone else's fault. Barry, what, what do you want to, what would you say just in closing, closing thoughts on healthy marriage? Yeah. So just along the lines that we've just been talking about, there was a study done from the University of Georgia in the last 10 years, and they were studying Christian couples and they're trying to figure out what the top reasons were for marriages that seem to be thriving, where they both said that they were very happy. <clears throat> and the conclusion that they came to to me was striking this was a lot of couples it was over a thousand i think and they said the number one uh, reason for marriages or the number one thing that they stated was that they said thank you to each other Mm. that seems crazy but but that speaks to the whole gratitude thing and if you take if you actually look for the white page on your spouse and actually be intentional whether you write a note or whether you just say to their face thank you for being so kind to me thank you this is one of the things that diane did for me when i was working so hard for those years and doing ministry you know all that Mm -hmm. journey she would say just consistently thank you for working so hard for us even though she felt chafed that i wasn't there as much and she's got all these children she's homeschooling yet she specifically took time to say thank you for working so hard for us that did a lot inside of my heart because i felt guilty on some level Mm, i mean i'm trying to do whatever i can but i get that i'm walking in late or i'm missing dinner or i've got to go to a meeting afterwards at church or something like that and our kids are missing me but she would say thank you and the way that she honored me honestly this is really the truth the way that she honored me in front of the children and spoke to me Uh, or rather about me when I wasn't there made my children love and honor me like obviously I was part of that mix but that was a huge component of how they looked at me and viewed me and they would say the same things to me thanks dad for working so hard for us Mm -hmm. Uh, even though they missed me and even though I wasn't there so again our focus is is all Mm -hmm. important and being grateful is is the air that you want to breathe in your Mm -hmm. marriage that is healthy air that makes you thrive in your relationship Mm -hmm. and and honestly it's the truth you're Mm -hmm. you're just telling the Lord thank you for this gift that you have blessed my life with this is the greatest gift in this life the Bible says that we're heirs together of the grace of life. And so that tells me that this is like the core grace that God gives us in this life. Obviously, Jesus is our treasure, but one of the core graces that he gives us is our marriage and it's beautiful and to be treasured and to be grateful for instead of fault finding. Um, and that's such that's a game changer in marriage. Wow, so good. Well, I want to close today in prayer and uh, just lift up every 
married couple that's watching today or excuse me listening today and also for all of those who are single mm-hmm. i think there's been some or, or you've been divorced and are you know believing god for uh, a future really think that there's some huge keys uh, that we can take away from today's podcast so let's pray together father thank you for today and Lord, all those who are listening, God, in their car or at the gym or at their home, Lord, we ask that you would, Lord, just speak to each one of us, Lord, about, Lord, how we're talking, what we're saying. Lord, your word says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And Lord, I pray that you would do heart surgery on each and every one of us, Lord, if there's bitterness or unforgiveness toward our spouses, Lord, we just repent today. And ask that you would come and cleanse us and that you would wash us clean by the blood of the Lamb. Lord, we pray for reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would reconcile couples back to one another. Lord, I even believe, Lord, that you're going to use, Lord, many women, Lord, to speak well of their husbands and change the mindsets that their children have toward their fathers. Lord, we lift up every broken marriage, every broken heart. Lord, we ask that you would heal it and that you would bring restoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Mark for Eternity podcast. Again, Barry and Diane Nichols here from Lakeland, Florida. Guys, thanks so much. And uh, we'll be back with you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mark for Eternity podcast as we seek to bring biblical truth to this generation regarding topics such as marriage, family, and ministry. We want to give a special thank you to our Ultra Global partners who make it possible for us to release fresh content such as this in order to train and equip the body of Christ around the world. If you were blessed by this episode, make sure to go to theultraglobal.com forward slash podcast to listen to current and past episodes. God bless and thank you for listening.